Welcome to the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This episode is brought to you by the kind sponsorship from Beyond Pricing. Founded by revenue management veterans from the airline and hospitality industries, Beyond Pricing is the world's leading revenue management software for vacation rental owners and managers. Listen in for the mid-episode break where you'll hear more about Beyond Pricing and how it can work for your business. Let's get started. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Well, hello. Do you remember the time when we used to have relationships with our guests? They would call us and ask us questions. And in turn, we'd ask them questions. We'd want to make sure they were a right match for our property. But sadly, that doesn't happen so much anymore. And we spend so much time now wondering what our guests are doing because they've just instant booked and we're not sure who they are. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about relationships and how we can bring back relationships into our short-term rental business and how we can make them work to our advantage. And my guest today is Mark Simpson from Boostly. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not, what's new, and what will help make your business a success. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and spring has sprung in Ontario. I say that because I'm looking out my window now and I can see some grass, you know, real green stuff. Well, sort of brown stuff, but it's going green and the temperature will go up apart from the fact that we had a snowstorm last night. But, you know, it is it is coming and I'm excited and people around me are having vaccines. My husband's just got an appointment for his for this week. So it is happening And I think we, you know, I'd like to think we can be all out of this in a few months time and I'm sure we'll all be safe, but I want to go traveling again. I said last week, I want to go to conferences. I'm not sure I'm going to get to the UK for the Book Direct show, which I really wanted to do because Damien had asked me to speak and I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do that. But I am pitching a talk for the Vacation Rental Women's Summit in December, and I hope to be able to talk at the San Antonio VRMA conference. I'll pitch for that too. So we'll see how it goes. So if you're going to be around and about any of those conferences, look out for me. Come say hello. I mean, I'll be saying this. If if I do, if I get to booking my airline tickets, then I know I'm on the way. I'll be heading out to some of these conferences. Very excited. And we've we've just done a three-day virtual exhibition for our Cottage Life show. And that is an annual event that takes place in Toronto, usually attracts about 35,000 people come through the doors over three days. And they are all people who own cottage properties, second homes in Ontario. So it's this great platform for us to talk to owners and acquire new ones for our property management company. It is, you know, it's the event of the year. So for the second year, it's been, I mean, last last year, they didn't even have time to put a virtual one on. So there was, it was all a bit of nothing. 
Um, and then we did a full virtual show, which was fairly small. This one was much larger. We got a lot of leads and I'm really happy about that. And we'll just see how it goes. Uh, but it's, it's just not the same. It is just not the same as seeing people in person. And I just can't wait to get back to that. And I know I'm not alone. I did say I was never going to say it again. Shall I? We're all in this together, folks. Yeah. Um, I've always hated that. There's, there's a lot of, there's lots of little epithets that have come out of this pandemic that I hope at some point we can say, okay, let's wipe these out of our vocabulary. We're never going to use these again. But unfortunately at the moment, I'm, I'm still using them. So chatter aside, what we're talking about today is relationships because you know, that, that's something we would have had at the Cottage Life show. We would have met the owners face to face. We would have had this great discussion about whether they wanted to list on the big platforms, list on Airbnb or VRBO and do it themselves, or whether they wanted to come with us, one of the best cottage rental agencies in Ontario. And as, as you know, we are 100% book direct right now and full for the summer. So we would have been able to have those one-on-one -on -one conversations. And I did a presentation, of, um, an online presentation at the show about renting responsibly. And part of that, part of renting responsibly to us is screening, is making sure we do match the right people to the right property. And I started the presentation off by, by just talking about the fact that there was a time before Airbnb and actually before HomeAway and that time was when we had relationships with our guests. They called us, they'd seen a little classified ad, they called us up and we had this conversation about the property. We could tell them if there were steps down to the waterfront and if it was going to be okay for granny to get down to the beach. We could ask them about their kids. They could ask, ask us about how safe it was for their children to walk out in the water. And we would probably be on the phone for a long time having these discussions. And then maybe they'd call back a number of times. And by the time they got to coming on vacation, they were our friends just about. And sometimes they came back year after year after year and then definitely became friends. We've lost that. We seem to have lost that. So when my friend Mark Simpson suggested that we talk about relationships and how we can use relationships to increase our direct bookings. I thought, well, this is great. It really ties in to what I've been thinking. So I jumped at it. So here we are. I would love to bring to you Mark Simpson of Boostly. If you haven't come across Mark yet, then you should have done boostly.co.uk he was on the show probably a couple of months ago and we said then, you know, we had such a great conversation, we should do this again. So here we are. So without further ado, let's go. So I'm delighted to have with me today again, Mark Simpson from Boostly. Welcome, Mark. How are you doing? Yeah, thanks for having me back. Um, really good. I, uh, I loved um, the last podcast. And it was so amazing to get so many of your listeners reach out to me afterwards. They were contacting via email, uh, Instagram and whatnot, just saying that they heard me via your podcast. So I, yeah, I was really looking forward to coming back and talking a little bit more. 
Uh, well, it's absolutely wonderful to have you back. And, um, you know, we had a little chat before we kicked off, but just can you briefly just share again what Boostly is? Um, we'll come back to that at the end as well, but just uh, just give, yeah. us, give us a quick background. So very, very quickly, Boostly gives hosts tools and tactics and training to get more direct bookings. Direct bookings is really everything that I've been teaching since 2016. And the, the sort of the tools is content creation, uh, tools is like website design and then training is like the podcast, the YouTube channel, and we've got advanced training as well. But yeah, all boils down all around direct bookings. How can I help hosts get more money and profit per booking and, and you know, not have to rely on the likes of Airbnb and booking.com uh, verbo to do it? Yeah. And of course, very dear to my heart. And I, I love being able to say we are, we have been 100% book direct for the, for, for the full year now. Wow. And we, we are, yeah. we, I mean, we work with Rentals United now, so we are using uh, Airbnb and Verbo. We had our first Airbnb uh, request for an off season weekend, which is exactly what we want just recently. Yeah. So, uh, you know, when we talk about direct booking, as you know, it doesn't mean that you never use the platforms again. You just yeah. use them in, in a very strategic way. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, we both know Matt Landau. I think he puts it really well. He calls it list and site independence. And, and that's exactly what it is. It's, it's not over-relying on these third parties to bring your bookings in. It, you use it as a marketing channel and you use it as a, as a way to get your business out there. I know our family business, which was in the middle of nowhere in the United Kingdom, set in the middle of 200 acres of farms, you know, a farm property, would never have got that online visibility without them. But what we learned very quickly is how we can leverage it to make sure that we can get our own direct bookings and not have to rely on those. And, and we talked about that in the first podcast uh, where we talked about converting a, an OJ book into a direct and there's so many other things that we discussed. So yeah, I think it's, it's really important that we sort of keep spreading this message. And, and that's why I do things like this because then it just sort of, we can just mm -hmm. keep spreading messages and tactics and tips. And what we're going to talk about today is, is going to be you know really cool free tip that anybody can do right now. Yeah, we're talking about relationships because, the, you know, relationships are just oh so very important in every aspect of this business. And it almost seems, Mark, that over the last few years, the art of creating relationships has has died. And mm. in, in many cases, people aren't having getting their relationships with these guests. And I know I want to kick off, in fact, with your number one tactic to getting bookings right now that won't cost you any money. Because yeah. everybody well, loves this. If it's not going to cost them any money, they want to know. Yes, hundred percent. And it's and and this is the this is the thing that I like to do is I like to share actionable tactics and tips that people can do right now. So as they're listening, they can literally pick up the phone and they can apply this this tactic if they so wish. But the benefits are there if you do do it. And one thing that I noticed, especially last year, with so many countries and and cities and hosts like slowing down, maybe closing up altogether bookings were so sparse off so far and few between i found that people were adopting this tactic and it was working really well and it goes back to like we were saying um just as we before we hit recording it's something that we used to do so much before the likes of airbnb and instant book and booking.com and this whole commission model came in and it's when a booking comes in you pick up the phone and you actually communicate with the guest and this is something that i saw so many hosts adopting this tactic. And it's, it's something that I remembered from when, like I say, when we first got started, uh, when we started to come back into the family business is whenever a booking would come in, we would within 24 hours, pick up the phone and 
call them and have a, have a chat with them. And when you pick up and have the phone, pick up the phone and have a chat, the thing that's so different to doing it now than when we first started doing it 10 years ago is that nobody actually uses this thing to call anymore. They use it for social media. They use it for your emails. You do every single thing possible than to actually pick up the phone and have a conversation. So by going old school, so to speak, picking up the phone and calling your guest, they're more likely to respond. And because they know you, so because you're not a, a cold call trying to sell you gas utilities, et cetera, um, they're more likely to pick up and respond. And because they recognize it, they will love it because again, if you compare it to any other hospitality business, no one else is doing this. And when everybody's zigging, it's always best to zag. So what I found that people have done by doing this, it opens up a whole world of possibilities. And it starts off with just finding out a couple of really key points. So it'd be, for example, hi, Heather, like, why are you coming to the area? What are you coming to the area for? Who are you coming to visit? You know, these, these sort of open-ended questions, who, where, why, what, when, and then just let the guest speak. Um, I found that by doing this, especially if it's a, a business guest, because the one type of client that has traveled over the course of the last 12 months, everywhere throughout the world, the one that's been booking has been essential workers, key workers, business guests. You know, I know that a few countries around the world have been able to have leisure guests here and there, smattering of when countries are being opened before they go into lockdown. But um, key workers, essential workers, business guests have been the ones that have been sort of needing accommodation throughout. And what really becomes a positive in all of this is that, especially when you speak to a business guest, and you open up the question with why are you come into the area and they say something along the lines of, oh, it's a work contract. I'm booking with you for a couple of days, but if all goes well and I get the contract for longer, I'll be needing accommodation for weeks and months. And you wouldn't have got that if you hadn't have reached out and spoken to them. A lot of the times what I found is that people just let a guest arrive, stay with, and then it'll be once they've left, they send that little automated email that your PMS sends, you know, the email trigger asking for a review or asking for feedback, et cetera. And at that point they may mention, oh yeah, I stayed for a few days. It was just for work and I've just found somewhere else. But if you can be proactive and start that conversation off right at a point of booking, it's where so many avenues can go down. And what I will finish on just very quickly is that if you're not confident in picking up the phone and having a conversation, the beauty of tools like WhatsApp, Telegram, text messaging is so easy to do. And you can even send a voice note and again, a voice note is something that people will listen to. And it's so easy to do. And you can do it in any scenario. So you can do it whilst, you know, like walking, you know, whilst walking the dog, you can do it while changing bedrooms, whatever you may do in it, because some of that only takes five to 10 minutes, but again, opens the doors to so many potential answers. I love, love this. You know, I mean, we started in business way before the platforms. So we always yeah. picked up the phone. We had that conversation. We, we learned about our guests. And, and the other thing, I mean, remember Louise Brace uh, yeah. talking about rich guest profiling. She came on the podcast, oh, must be six years ago. And oh, wow. we, she talked about rich guest profiling, which is about, you know, getting on the phone and then listening to what they're telling you. Yeah. And we've, we've used this over and over again, and it's about creating that relationship with the guests, but you, you hear something. And I remember so clearly a couple of years ago talking to a guest and she said something about, 
you know, why did you choose this cottage? Because it's got a really nice dock over the river and it wasn't a big lake. It was a river. And we wanted, you know, we've got an eight year old son and my husband wants to teach my son to fish. And I immediately, it was just like this, this, this light bulb went off. So when this family arrived, there was, (laughs) there were actually worms in the fridge. (laughs) 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 <laughs> we did pre- I hope you left a note <laughs> I did, we did leave a note we did leave a note and, yeah. the, and you know you don't actually have the worms crawling all over the fridge they, they were in a they were in a polystyrene container and it was not the That's main good. fridge it was a, it was a it was a shed fridge nice where the owner you know the owner had this to keep their worms in so yeah. so we had some fresh worms in the fridge we had a fishing rod for them and we had information on where they could get their fishing license if they had didn't have it online and those people have come back year after year they yeah, they absolutely it. it was such a small gesture i think it mm. you know, the, the the owner had a child's fishing rod already and and i'm sure you know the 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 father probably brought one anyway but that doesn't matter. It was the gesture and a note left with some, and and what what else the owner did, or we did help the owner with was just to create a little sheet, which had pictures of the different fish that could be caught. I mean, that took 10 minutes to download those pictures and, and just put the name alongside of it. So exactly. So, and this, yeah. so we had, you know, when we got the review from the guest and they said, well, this was just amazing that, that when they arrived, there was this picture of, of all these fish that the little boy could catch. And then he actually yep. marked down, she sent us a copy of the sheet with everything marked off that said he caught the pumpkin seed and his daddy caught a, a, a walleye or something like that. I can't remember the, you know, what particular type of fish it was, but it was, it, they'd completely engaged with this. Yeah. And it's, and, and that's it. I think, I think a lot of the people who have recently got into the industry, I think we sort of forget maybe naively, but we're in an, we're in a business and we're in a, a career of creating memories because of what we do. It's so different to every other industry that's out there. And when somebody comes and stays at our place, doesn't matter whether it's a leisure or a business guest, we're, we're creating a memory and a memory that, that they will remember for a long, long time. And the, the big message in 2021, all you've got to do is look at the Airbnb TV ads that are going out. They're going down the whole route of reconnect. This is their big slogan, their big message, reconnect. And they're doing so because the trends are showing that people are looking to book and they're looking to book and bring in family together for the first time, which could be a year. I mean, I'm personally speaking, I haven't seen my parents for, for nearly a year now. My wife hasn't seen her parents for nearly 14, 16 months. And the whole, um, the trends that are showing is that families are booking, they're booking multiple families to stay in one place for an extended period of time. And it's to create memories. These are, these are the moments, especially when you've been starved of it for so long, these are the moments that they will remember. So it's how can you do something that you're not even talking about? So you don't promote this. You don't say on your website that we will call you and we will, you know, go and get you fish and tackle, et cetera, and do all of these things. It's, it's like, how can you do this? Now, you're not going to be able to know at the point of booking, because you say in, in your little note section, is there anything you'd like us to help you with, et cetera. But so many times when people are making that booking, they're doing it on the fly, they're doing it on the run, or they're rushing through it, or they're panicking about the credit card or whatever, and they just don't put it in. So if you can separate yourself from the actual booking process 24 hours later call Uh and just get them on the phone and if they can't speak then just arrange a time to call back 
just again, just talk and listen. And it, you know, it can be as extravagant or as, as little as you want. For example, even if you focus purely on corporates, it could be a case of finding out that you've got four or five guys coming to stay at your place. They're going to be working at a local area. And, you know, you find that they're coming in from all areas of the country. They could be coming from all areas of the, you know, flying in, et cetera. And it simply could be a case of just organizing a takeaway with a couple of beers for when they arrive. And that will give you the edge over everybody else. That could be a three or four night or a one week booking. You know, I've, I've got examples of this in the Boostly Academy training group where that has resulted in a six month, a seven month, yeah. an eight month booking. And that is the difference between little tweaks that you can do can be a difference between maybe five figures, maybe six figures revenue for you just by simply picking up the phone and having a, a very open-ended uh, conversation. And like you said, five, 10 minutes, and that's all it takes. This is a great opportunity to take a quick break and because I want to come back and talk a bit more about uh, about relationships. But uh, just now, I want to just go on over to our sponsor, Beyond Pricing. And I have Julie Brinkman, who is a CEO of Beyond. And she answers a question on how to increase revenue and uh, talks a little bit about the ba- how they set the base price as well. How can property managers like myself, like a ton of listeners to this podcast, how can they use Beyond to proactively to increase their revenue? It's a great question. I mean, the first step is really just connecting to us. So any listener who's managing any type of property can connect directly to Beyond and get free access to our data and insights platform. That's going to show you how your listing is performing against your market demand, against your last year, a a really great way to just visualize performance. Then when you decide to let Beyond sort of take take the reins with pricing, you just simply enable a listing and our algorithm helps determine a base price. And when you're ready, those prices will either push directly to the channels that you use, directly to your website or directly to your PMS. Okay, you called, you talk about base price. Um, how, yeah. how, who determines the base price? It's a combination of a few factors. One is your listing performance. If you, should you have enough performance data over the course of you know a couple of years, we're able to assess you know, understand and analyze that and recommend base prices. We also, for larger portfolios, will make sure that our revenue management team uh, is making recommendations on those base prices as the algorithm, you know, starts to starts to pinpoint where they think they are. And you, of course, as the user, are always free to make changes as well. Well, here I am back with Mark Simpson of Boostly, and we're talking about relationships. We're creating a good relationship, Mark. <laughs> exactly. No, I, I love coming onto this podcast because I, I say I, I, the when I did it the last time, and I, I do a lot of podcast interviews, and I always say to everybody, please reach out, please get in touch. And so many times, other podcast listeners don't, but yours did, and did it in so much so that I was like, oh, "This is amazing! Thank you so much for reaching out." So I really wanted to come back on and say thank you to everybody that got in contact, but not only got in contact, but shared with me the actionable advice that they are going to put into practice, which is fantastic. Some people have shared their wins, etc. So it's yeah, it's great. I love it, and uh, yeah, it's so important. I think relationships. We talk about hospitality, but I think it's the the cornerstone of every business. Doesn't matter what industry you're in, 
you, you sort of your relationships and the partnerships that you create along the way will always help you succeed. Um, so it's something that's really, really important. Um, something that that I wanted to share too is is about relationships with with new owners for property managers because I I had I had a call the other day from somebody saying I'm interested in your services I'm calling all the rental agencies in Ontario and I'm going to be comparing them so what makes you better and I said quite honestly mm-hmm. you know all these agencies you're calling are part of of our big network of the Ontario Cottage Rental Managers Association we all subscribe to exactly the same standards we all you know, treat our owners in the respectful way and do the best we can for our guests and optimize your income and our commission rates are very much the same and I said the one thing that you should look for is where you're finding the best relationship. Because if you don't have a good relationship with your property manager, then yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't stay with a property manager if, if I didn't have a good relationship with them. So that's, that's another area where we find relationships work. Uh, this, this guy actually then said, okay, so how do I sign up? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's, I think like me personally speaking, I like to run my life, my business around the three H's. And I've said this a number of times, it's honesty, humor, and humility. And, you know, some people like that. Some people don't like that. Somebody uh, described me as Mark Might. And I think if anybody is in the UK and knows of uh, Marmite, you'll know what I, you know what I mean. So it's, and, and, and it's, and it's, it's, it's good. It's good to have that. You can't be vanilla. You can't try and appeal to everybody because if you try and appeal to everybody, you'll, you'll appeal mm-hmm. to nobody. And so the, the key is to just be yourself. And it's, you know, it's so many cliches and, and things that you get told and you sort of go nodding, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's so easy, especially with the world of the internet, is just to try and be somebody that you're not, try and do all of the things that, that you aren't really in real life. But as soon as you start, you know, the cracks will easily show. And I find that just by being yourself, being a nice person, helping people out, don't expect anything in return. It just comes back in droves, like really does. And I, I'm a, I'm a prime example of that starting up um, the hospitality community like five years ago now just doing it because people in the local area needed a bit of help when it came to online social media google etc and direct bookings and something that was just a a little side project um, whilst running the the family business has turned into this this full-time business it's crazy you know and and um yeah and it's all come off the back of you know following those three h's building up good relationships good partnerships and it's coming back like tenfold now yeah, I think that's that. That is what it's all about. You did mention something when we were sort of in discussion before we uh, we planned out this uh, this episode. Something about how using your current contacts, you can use them to get referrals. Yes, and this is something that I find that so many hosts, if we dial it all the way back to to sort of hospitality, hosts struggle a lot when they first start up. Um, their business or if they first get on board a new property, for example, if you're talking about property management. And a lot of the times they'll they'll do all the things, they'll they'll get themselves listed everywhere. And then they're just sort of thinking, well, there's no bookings coming in. And they're just sort of sat there tumbling, you know, uh, looking around, tumbling around Facebook and whatnot, maybe jumping into groups, asking about bookings. When for a lot of the time, everybody has got the ability to get direct bookings and get custom and get revenue right now. And it's it's so simple. And the, the example and the story I've got about this, I was talking about this on, on Clubhouse of all places with a with somebody that I've got to know really well over the past year. And he's a property manager up in Newcastle in the United Kingdom. And he said that when he first got started, this is what he did. 
he was mid twenties when he first got started. He wasn't married, no kids, um, just, you know, a lad about town, so to speak. And he was just out one night in Newcastle, same, you know, go and see everybody, chatting everybody, woke up the next morning with a sore head and he just got his phone out and he, he had this property in Newcastle that he needed to get, you know, heads on beds. So all he did is he picked up his phone, went through his, literally all his contacts on his mobile. And, and this is back in the day of the Nokia, you know, 6610s, you know. <laughs> and he just he just said, um, great seeing you last night. Who was that name of that person you said that needed accommodation when I come into Newcastle next week? And he sent it to maybe, I think he said about 10, 20 people. And, you know, 15 of them messaged him back saying, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but <laughs> two people said, oh yeah, here's the guy, here's the number, give him a call. And that was literally somebody who was coming in for work. And that was the start of what could be, I think he said a couple of months booking. So thousands of revenue. And it was just a case of picking up the phone, texting his contacts. Now you don't have to go to the extremes of going on a big night out, getting everybody drunk and then texting them the next day. You can start right now, like I say, while you're listening to this podcast and just text maybe 10 people on your, on your phone. It can be local people. And it could be just a case of, do you, do you know anybody who needs accommodation in insert your local area. It can be as simple as that. Do you know, do you know anyone is such a powerful couple of words, four words are so powerful. And I use it a lot and I use it with friends. I use it with contacts. I use it with customers and clients and guests. And it's something that you can actually set up automated as well. So a lot of people now with the property management software tools that are out there, um, they give you automated email triggers. And you can set up an email to go out. And I like to send, send this about a month after checkout. So after they've left. And the, the email that goes out or the message that goes out is nicely titled, do you know anyone? And it simply says, do you know anybody who needs accommodation in, say, Scarborough or Ontario? And, it's, and, it's, and it goes along the lines of saying that we love to help our guests and their friends and their families and you know their acquaintances, contacts, work colleagues get accommodation when they come to the area. So if you do know anybody, uh, do one of the two things. Number one, forward this email to your contact, to your friend, to your colleague, and get them to contact us directly. Or pass me three of your contacts, your friends, your referrals, et cetera, uh, names and telephone numbers, and I'll contact them. And what I find by this is that a lot of people just stop there. You've got to dangle a little carrot. You've got to give some form of incentive because people you know, will act, but I find that if you give them an incentive, they'll, they'll act more. So I always used to say, or still do say, if anybody books with us and mentions you directly, then as a thank you, I will send you, you can put Amazon vouchers, uh, takeaway vouchers, you know, a meal, you know, if you know them directly, if you know them really well, and this isn't automated, you, you know, if you know that they like a certain pastime, like could be going to the spa or whatever, then you can say, I'll just get you a, a spa day or something. That 50, 60 pound, if you compare that to say a two week booking or a, a couple of months booking, you know, if you compare that to the commission costs, et cetera, mm-hmm. it just pales in significance. So for a lot of people, they may think, oh, 50 quid spend, but you compare that. If you get that guest to come three or four years in a row, staying for a week, two weeks, that small little incentive right at the very start it's, it's, you know, you'll forget about it very easy when you're getting these bookings come in. So again, you can very easily automate it. You can very easily keep on track of it. And if you're lucky enough to have staff, they can also do it as well. And again, it's something that everybody has the ability to do. Everybody can do it right now. You can open up your reports from the last two years and you look at all the guests that have stayed with you and you can do a, an 80-20. So look at the 20% of guests that brought in 80% of the revenue 
or 80 percent of like that you just know had a great time or just good people and you'll all have their phone number on file still and you just pick up the phone and again same thing text phone call whatever you want to be just follow that do you know anyone script and if you do it to 10 people uh, I guarantee you that you'll, you'll either have a real good conversation, you'll get them to talk about, inquire about booking again, but you never know, they might pass on and have that referral because the, the, the main thing is, is that they already know, like, and trust you. Mm-hmm. And because they know, like, and trust you, social proof is so key when it comes to word of mouth because they're recommending you. And, you know, say they send a text message and they send a group text on WhatsApp, for example, and it goes, Heather, um, you know, uh, I know Mark, I know you're planning a trip to Ontario this year or Scarborough this year. And, um, you're looking for, you're looking for a place to stay still. I really recommend these guys they looked after me really well. They went above and beyond. They got fishing tackle for when we arrived, et cetera. Go check them out. Please do. And because that social mouth, social proof word of mouth is right there. They're going to listen, really listen. And that can be the difference again between, you know, a little bump in maybe four five, even six figures in, in revenue, just by doing something that's free, doesn't cost anything and takes no time to do. Have you heard of Bonjoro? Do you use Bonjoro at all? I do use Bonjoro. I, I do. When people sign up to the Boostly uh, Academy, I, I open the doors of every three months. And um, when anybody signs up, we get about 40 to 50 people sign up when, when they do. And I get a little, little notification through and I send a little Bonjoro. I love it. Yeah. Great little tool. Yeah. Do you want to just explain what it is? Because this is something that, that uh, people could use as well. Yeah. So Bonjoro is a free tool. And the way that it works is that when, say you get a guest book, you get a notification on your phone and you can pick up your phone and record a super short video on the app and it sends it directly to their email. And the email that comes through on the other end is just Mark has got a personal message to to send to you. And because it's personal, it just, it just goes a long way. Now, the cool thing is, is that this is all automated. It links directly in with your Zapier or your, say you use MailChimp or something like that. So all you have to do is literally, you can do it on the fly. Like I would do it as I'm just walking or walking the baby to sleep, pick up the phone and and um, send a couple of messages. It's really easy. It's free. And yeah, it, it just goes a long way in that establishing a connection. Um, I, I've been on the other end of Bonjouros and, you know, you, you, you open up your email in the morning, you've got this long list of emails and, yeah. and, and then there's one with a video message. And I always watch the video message. You know, yeah. somebody's taken the time to actually speak directly to me on video. And yeah. it, 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 it's very impactful, I think. It's personal. And again, I think we're in a world now where everybody is just doing everything so fast paced, Amazon prime and everything. And it's so can feel so impersonal. So if you can take the time to personalize what you do in however you do it, then it can go down so well. And someone like Bonjuro is fantastic. Um, I, I personally love uh, lumpy mail. So what I now do at Boostly, whenever we get a, a client sign up, whether it's website or they join like the private training group. What I do is um, I send out a Boostly mug. Stuffed in the Boostly mug is a lanyard and a little stress ball and, uh, you know, just just some fun little things. And I don't tell them I'm going to do it. It's total surprise. And the, the amount of Instagram direct messages I get with, with mug shots, and the mug is literally right here. I've got it to the side of me. So it's got Boostly and on the back it's got uh, Book Direct. 
and the amount of mugshots that I get selfies sent and things like that. It's so cool. And again, I actually gone a step further and I've never ever told anybody that I do this, but um, I've got about 4,000 people on the email list. I've got about 62% engagement rate. So it's really active email list. And what I'll do once a month or once a quarter, I'll just pick five random people on that list. And I've got all the addresses of all of our, our clients because when they sign up, we like to get a bit of information from them. And what I'll do is I'll just send something in the post. And a lot of the times I don't even see it's me who's sending it. And um, it could be just some on Amazon. This is one of the things that I love to send out at the moment. It's a little bobblehead, the Star Wars and the Yoda. The reason being, I read a book last year that was called Story Brand by Donald Miller. And a big part of Story Brand and Donald Miller and, the, and what he talks about is that me, I am not the Luke in the story. I am the Yoda. So I am helping the host. The, the, the host is the hero. All I'm doing is I'm guiding them to their new direct book in future. And, and I'm always reminded by whenever I look at a little bobblehead is that I'm not the Luke. I'm, I'm the, I'm the Yoda in this. And all I'm trying to do is just give them the hosts, the tools, the tactics, training and comes to get more direct bookings. And just by sending something like funny like that, you'll, you'll keep it around and, you know, maybe you know, on top of the fridge or on the desk or whatever, but you'll always see it. And hopefully you'll always remind that it's come from, from me. A lot of the times I won't even say who it's from. I'll just send like a little random thing in the, in the post and just to, just to make someone's day just better <laughs> because it, we, we don't get anything in the post anymore. Apart from Amazon parcels, you know, you, you don't really get anything in the post anymore apart from bills and Amazon parcels. So it's just something, sometimes it's cool to do that. And again, it's five, 10, 15 pound investment every couple of months. It's, it's nothing much. It takes a couple of minutes to do and it just makes someone's day. So it's yep. what can you do for your guests to make their experience with you different and a better different. And if you can crack that, if you can master that, then you will be successful for many years to come. And you won't even have to do the hard marketing. Hard marketing is posting on social media every day. Hard marketing is mm-hmm. sending out emails. Hard marketing is doing Google ads and all of those things. Because if you do this successfully, you'll create talk triggers. And talk triggers will mean that you'll have people literally banging on your door, calling you up, wanting to stay with you, because the word of mouth referrals will just keep coming and coming and coming and coming. That is pure gold, Mark. Thank you so much. And it's, it's a good, I think, a good spot in which to, uh, to wrap up here. Some just terrific, actionable things we have discussed. People can go off now. Just pick up, you know, if they just leave from listening to this, go pick up the phone and call somebody. And that's, this is coming from somebody. I, I, I spent 25 years being phone phobic and yeah. I could not pick up the phone I mean, it was years and years ago, couldn't pick up the phone without a cigarette in one hand and a glass of wine in the other. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, but yes, you know, I was phone phobic for years and I had to, I got myself a job many years yes. ago. I got myself a job as a receptionist where I had to answer the phone and I lied myself in, into this job saying, you know, I, I had this perfect telephone manner and thinking, oh my God, <laughs> I gonna, am I really going to do this? Um, but yes, so, so you mentioned maybe you don't like talking on the phone. Well, make yourself yeah. do it. And in fact, after the first couple of times, it's just a breeze. Yeah, hundred percent. It's just mind over matter. And a, a lot of the, a lot of the times when people come into my training, I say that my goal is to make you comfortable about being uncomfortable. 
And whether that's doing a live video on social media or picking up the phone and having a conversation with somebody, it literally is just mind over matter. You do it one or two times and you just go with the flow. It's just like anything that you do. It's like changing bunk beds. The first time you do it, you don't want to do it. But after you've done it a few times, it just becomes normal. Yeah, to take down the bunk beds. Just get rid of the bunk beds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, Mark, that was that's fantastic. Thank you so much for, for joining me. We should make this uh, a regular a regular feature, I think, every couple of months, just to get together and uh, pick a topic Check and in. away we go because it yeah. really seems a breeze to do this. Yeah, 100%. I'm more than happy to just uh, just reach out. But yeah, please. And, and like last time, if there's anybody that's listening and didn't reach out last time, please do. And if you're doing any of these that we've talked about, um, please share. Please like share your wins, share your stories because, um, yeah, I had some, some lovely, lovely emails last time from people. So yeah, please do reach out. Um, mark at boostly.co.uk. Okay. And that will be on the show notes as well, along with the link to, uh, to Mark's website and everything else we've been, we've, we've talked about. So you will see Bonjoro, you'll see Telegram or just, just, yeah, no, no, but story brand. That was, that was the other thing you mentioned. So, yeah, so there'll be book. links, yeah. there'll be links to all of those. So yeah. thanks again, Mark. Enjoy Spain. <laughs> Thank you very much and speak soon. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Well, thank you, Mark Simpson. That was terrific. That was just such a pleasant, free-flowing conversation with such a lot of useful stuff in there. But it's interesting. I mentioned at the very outset that I'd talked at the Cottage Life show about simple things for screening. And one of them was just pick up the phone. (laughs) You can find out so much about people by just talking to them. And sometimes you they get on the phone and they're a little bit hesitant, you know, oh, you know, why are you calling me? Because I did everything by email because I didn't want to speak to anybody. But you can get around that so easily just by being super friendly and just saying, hey, I just wanted to know a little bit more about what you love about going on vacation because I want to make sure this is going to be perfect for you. And when they realize you're not trying to sell them anything, (laughs) then I would say 100% of them are going, unless you're calling at a really inopportune moment, they're going to just open up to you. And it works. I, I love it. I just love getting people on the phone and getting them to open up about you know, what their dream vacation is. And I pull every single thing out of that, whether it's a birthday or an anniversary or kid wanting to learn how to fish or they're bringing oh, sometimes, in fact, a dozen times or so last year, we had people say, you know, we're bringing my my elderly mother. It's going to, it will very likely be her last vacation. And always very sad to hear those things. You know, some people had terminal illnesses and they only had so long to live. And so you, you, you get to thinking, well, what can we do that is tasteful? And, but also will make a difference. And it could be simply some vouchers for ice cream at the local, you know, local specialist ice cream store, something that's not too expensive, but it's a gesture. So, you know, really listen to what people are telling you. If you don't want to pick up the phone, then look at the emails and read what people say. Also, another thing to do is if you can go back, and I'm, I'm, I think you can do this on Airbnb, can you read the reviews that people have given to other hosts? Yeah, I'm just wondering whether you can do that on, um, on other platforms as well. 
but that often tells you tells you what these people like. You know, they'll comment on something that they really, really liked. And you just take that. Just collect all those snippets of information and use them. Use them to create a great experience for your guests. So there you are, all about relationships. Make those relationships. Try and make it a goal for every single booking you have that you have made a connection of some sort with those guests, whether it be on WhatsApp or text or phone. But if you can just make a couple of connections that are off off an app, you know, away from a platform, somewhere where you can, you know, talk freely to people and you know, have a bit of a laugh with them, just try it. See how it works for you. And let me know. Let me know as well as Mark, let me know too. I want to hear from you. So Heather at vacationrentalformula.com. Let me know how you enjoyed this conversation. If you, I'd love to hear your experiences of making a difference to your guests through the relationship that you've made with them. If you can do that, I will make sure I mention it on a future podcast. Okay, that's it for now. Uh, I'm going to head out and I'm going to step on grass for the first time in four and a half months. It's probably be very squidgy and squishy. So I'm going to get my Hunter Wellington boots on and go squish about in the grass. Now there's something for you to visualize. (laughs) Okay, that's it from me. I will speak to you again next week. Thanks again for listening to this episode brought to you by Beyond Pricing. For more information and to connect with the Beyond Pricing team, visit vacationrentalformula.com forward slash beyond hyphen pricing, or simply click the link in the description section of this episode on your smart device. It's been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to being with you again next week.